And we're back with more of the Pope on Film. I will be blue and waiting all alone. I don't know. I'm singing Slim Whitman. She was like the yodeling king of country. Man, Mars attacks. I really do feel that. Uh, no, because I only have. Oh, I have two left. Okay. Here, one for you and one for Maxwell. I, I really feel that, like, uh, Tim Burton made Ed Wood, and then after Ed Wood attempted to make a film that Ed Wood would have made yeah. if he was alive in the 90s and had a budget. Yeah. And that both two films, Ed Wood and Mars Attacks, are connected. Yes, read to you what it says inside your dove can't... It, don't stop till you're proud. Mine says book the flight. <laughs> mine says, uh, oh, mine has an interview with Don Cheadle. Here you go. I, I don't know, man. I just don't particularly like Mars Attacks. I, I love the Martians. I fucking yeah. love those Martians. And I love it the whole Martian like... stick. You know, where it's just like, act, act. With... With its made, with its massive cast and intense amount of celebrities in it, I feel that he was attempting one of those wacky '70s films. Yeah. No, where like, where like this movie was supposed to come out in 1979, and it was <gasps> that Tim Burton's at it again. An all-star cast fights Martians. You know. Yeah. That kind of a thing is what is what Tim Burton was going for with yeah. Mars Attacks, and and I think he nailed it. Anyway, uh, uh, we should get to uh, okay. So it's actually <laughs> it's actually a little bit high. Just stop it. I'm, I I made it through Act One. And yes, I'm really proud of that. So uh, okay, Act Two. And this uh, is a more relaxed bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bunny. Yes. Are you ready for another exciting installment of everyone's favorite podcast segment, Buddy Versus? Are you ready? Are you pumped? Are you amped? Are you psyched? Are you primed? Are you ready and raring to go? Are you ready to take that hill, buddy? Sir, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> well then, without any further ado, it's time once again for Buddy Versus, and here is your host, Bonnie Williams, take it away, buddy! I did literally go out looking for a midlife crisis card for you. But I just didn't like any of them. Yeah. So you well, almost you figured... almost got a card. You almost got a card. I always, I always, it's really weird looking in the mirror because all my life since I was a little kid, I dreamed of having blue hair. Yeah. I always dreamed of blue hair. It came out different than I expected. I was hoping for dark midnight blue, so dark, so dark blue that it's almost black, but when the light hits it, 
just so, then you notice that it's not black, it's blue. But it started out as mermaid, and now yeah. it's my little pony mane. <laughs> now it's cotton candy, but I don't mind. I think it's awesome and different, and I love it. I cool. absolutely love it, and it's very much me. And it goes with my new glasses, because I got glasses, and I'm really proud because the last pair of glasses I had for over three years, and it's the longest I kept a pair of glasses. Yeah. Because usually, you know, I, I wear glasses primarily all of the time, so they get scratched and beaten up, and, and they get so effed up that, like, oh, thank God there's an eye doctor appointment because my glasses are, you know... Hanging from a thread, but this time I got glasses because I wanted them, and I'm really happy about that. Cool. Hey, I keep going to the to the eye doctor, and they keep telling me the same thing. I've been used to throughout my childhood and my teen years and my twenties and my thirties, my eyesight getting slightly worse every single solitary time I go to the eye doctor. Every time I go to the eye doctor, my eyesight gets worse. That's always been a fact. But once I hit like 38, 39, 40, I've reached this pinnacle where the same thing happens. I go see the eye doctor and the eye doctor says, well, your eyes seem pretty much the same. Yeah. Now. Yeah. But, you know, you're getting older, Steve. And, and it's, it's like he keeps threatening me. Yeah. So, like, I keep, I've been hearing for, like, four years now that my eyesight's going to get a, worse, but right now I'm, like, on this nice plateau. Yes. Really, really happy about that. Uh, yeah, so I dyed my hair, and I got new glasses. I went to go see Godzilla vs. Kong. I, I, I heard. What did you think? Um, IMAX screen, and it was so hilarious because we saw a, a preview, and then we saw another preview, and then we saw another preview, and then it's time for the movie, and uh, there's like this weird quote yeah. beforehand, and then there's uh, logos of production companies I've never heard of. And then next thing you know, there's a forest. And it closes in on the forest. And who's in the forest? It's Spider-Man. Yes. And he's walking through a post-apocalyptic landscape with his horse. And everyone can read his thoughts. And suddenly there's this other guy. And they get into a fight because... Spider-Man thought something bad that the other guy could read his thoughts and they get into a fight and that's when I realized this is not fucking Godzilla they're showing the wrong movie or maybe I'm in the wrong theater was I paying <laughs> how fucking high am I so I leave and I go to the lobby, and there's already, like, 30 people complaining, complaining, and the guy's there just with a walkie-talkie all frazzled, like, yes, yes, we're sorry, we, we apologize, we're going to get the new, the, the right, the correct film on momentarily. So I go back, and I sit in the theater, and we end up watching the first eight minutes of Chaos Walking, starring Tom Holland, which I do not want to see. Okay. 
And then finally, they turn the movie off, and it takes like about five minutes to get the right movie on. But that entire time, no sound, no lights, a pitch black theater. Yeah. For minutes in total darkness until they finally get the movie up. And I know, I've seen every Godzilla movie. I've seen... I've seen every single solitary Godzilla movie multiple times. <laughs> and I've seen I've seen every King Kong movie multiple times. Uh even I had a hard time following the plot of Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. And that says something, because like I know Godzilla movies, and even I'm having a hard time. Wait, we're going to we're going to the middle of the Earth to get what? Why are we going to the middle of the Earth, and why do we need Kong to take us? I'm so confused. What's well, going on? The Hollow and... Earth, though, has played into to the other movies as well. So like, oh yeah, it's and something I love... they're building on, but it's like. Like still, it's a Godzilla movie. I don't fucking care, you know. And then, and then they're like, "Hi, I'm the young hero. Do you remember my name? Of course you don't, because I'm the most forgettable hero in the history of Godzilla movies." <laughs> like, I, like I don't know his name. I barely know his deal. I saw the movie twice. I saw the movie at IMAX and then rushed home and saw it at home. And Amber comes in, it's like, oh, who's that guy? And it's like, fuck if I know. <laughs> and I, I've seen him movie twice in a row, and I couldn't tell you what his deal was. The most forget forgettable hero in the history of movies. And then I love the whole idea that, like, oh, I'm here in the basement of the college because people think that my theories about Hollow Earth are are crazy and are just a myth. In fact, everyone said to me, hey, guy who believes in Hollow Earth that has been proved in every movie before this, especially Kong Skull Island, which was... 50% Hollow Earth. We all know Hollow Earth is a myth. Yeah. We all know that Hollow Earth is a myth, and you're a crazy guy who believes in the thing that has been proven in all of the previous Godzilla movies. Yeah. Stop it with your crazy nonsense. Yeah. So I didn't understand that. Uh, but it was a good movie, and there was a clear cut even though the ending was was like kind of sort of what we all expected and like there was a clear cut victor there yeah. was a clear cut winner in Godzilla versus Kong but still by the time the real bad guy shows up i was just there in the theater with my popcorn just going yeah bunny was right <laughs> bunny called it <laughs> they 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 bet remanded we yeah yeah, yeah okay but still, it was a good movie, and I it, it was I liked it. Yeah, I like the fact that the little girl who is deaf is actually a deaf actress. Yeah, got a deaf person to play the young deaf girl, and I really like that. And they were using actual American sign language that I knew and understood. Yeah, you know, unlike the Inhumans, where Black Bolt is just just going Ugh, and making weird. <laughs> Fingers. 
they used actual American Sign Language, and, and I liked that. Then I went to the doctor this week. Yes. I have a doctor, and I got medication, and it's taking me a while to get used to it. Funny, did you see the preview for Space Jam? No, I have not. That shit is insane. Basically, it's like they said, what if we made a basketball version of Ready Player One? Okay. So, like, so like I'm going to tell you the story of why Bill Murray was trending on Twitter. It's really great. So LeBron James wants his son to be a basketball star, but his son wants to be in computers or whatever. And so one day... The kid gets sucked into the server of the computer server of Warner Brothers. Okay. And now he's caught in the world of every single solitary movie that Warner Brothers has ever made. And this entire universe is created, is uh, run by this uh, server being played by Don Cheadle. Oh, yes. this magazine has an in- interview with Don Cheadle. And I will never stop saying Don Cheadle now. Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar is the best movie ever. Yes. And I love it. Uh, and the only way that Don Cheadle will let uh, LeBron James's son go is if LeBron James beats him in a basketball match. Okay. So, uh, sure. So, the weird thing is, is that you know those Looney Tunes cartoons from back in the day where, oh, hey, they just closed the library, the library is closed, but all of the books have come to life. Yes. Yeah, so imagine that, but with uh, Warner Brothers properties. The preview has. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Jack Nicholson's Joker, Pennywise, uh, Magilla Gorilla, Fred Flintstone, The Animaniacs. Allegedly, there's a Godfather scene in the movie. Okay. Uh, uh, I think I spotted Sam and Dean from Supernatural in the preview. Uh... It's it's basically like Ready Player One, but just for Warner Brothers. And uh, there's a there's a scene where LeBron James is like, okay, well, if I'm going to defeat Don Cheadle in a basketball match, then I need to find the 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 most powerful people in this universe. And he makes a list of all the people that are going to help him win the basketball match. And it's like Superman, Gandalf. King Kong, the Iron Giant, and it's and everyone on Twitter said the same thing, which is, bitch, Michael Jordan just had Newman from Seinfeld and Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> That's that apparently says something about LeBron James's basketball skills. When LeBron James can win if his point guard is Superman, yeah. and all Michael Jordan needed was stripes. Yes. And it's like, oh, you need King Kong to play basketball with you? You know what Michael Jordan needed? Uh, the funny guy from Tootsie. 
<laughs> so fuck you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I just wanted to talk about Space Jam. Well, was well and in kind of a tie-in, something I sort of mentioned to you briefly, but... So, so I'm basically using... Long story short, I'm basically using a fairly new YouTube account for my Roku. So it pops up weird things from time to time, and sometimes it's interesting, and the history of Max Fleischer was very interesting. But then because of that, YouTube goes, oh, you like that? Here's, here's some other shit like it. So I've been watching origins yeah. of different cartoons and different cartoon companies, and motherfucking Looney Tunes. Yeah, you know, give it to us. They they started. Uh, I mean, I forget the names. Like Schlesinger, I think it was started Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, so he did previous work before actually doing Looney Tunes, but when he launched Looney Tunes, the very first Looney Tunes character was Bosco. Bosco. Yeah. And Bosco, as described by Looney Tunes, was a little N-word boy. Jesus Christ. And it was Looney Tunes because every, every cartoon featured Bosco doing a song and dance. Yeah. Jesus. So, ew! You know, like, like, and it's one of those things, like, okay, so I've stumbled upon this, like, should I bring it up? Or, you know, I mean, because, like, everybody's forgotten about it. Like, is it best just to forget about shit like that? Or should we remember where some of this shit came from? Yeah, the, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that in retrospect could be Dr. Seuss. Yeah. That I don't think American society is ready to come to terms with. For example, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. In the original book, the Oompa Loompas, they were not orange. Okay. They were from the deepest, darkest jungles of Africa. And it's oh. like, okay, that's some racist. The Oompa Loompas were some racist fucking shit. Yeah. But no one wants to cancel um, Roll Doll. Just like nobody, just like everybody had a shit fit over goddamn Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, also, you know what else? You know what else uh, is super racist? Um, the song Witch Doctor. Yes. Super racist. Yes. I'm convinced that that song is super racist. And it's like, if you think it's not racist, okay, then just go to Compton with like a bullhorn. Yeah. And that song 
And then we'll get a general consensus yes. on whether or not this song about the witch doctor that speaks in weird, strange uh, jungle talk. Let's see if this song is racist. Yeah. Fucking chipmunks. Well, how are you doing, buddy? And, 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 and I, I must admit, I, I feel embarrassed that I like it because it's still catchy. But yes, oh, yeah. I completely agree. It's Catch a horrible it. fucking song. Yeah. I caught the kids uh, singing that song because they saw some video on YouTube, and I'm like, I'm just going to look up and see if Witch Doctor is racist. I'm assuming it is, but yeah. I'm going to check. And I, I immediately found like a picture of the first time it was released as a single, and it was like a, like a black jungle uh, witch doctor with one of those like uh, African like wooden face masks and and doing a dance and it's like oh yeah no this is racist as fuck yeah oh okay yeah yeah so that's oh yeah it's, it's the world's catchiest song but well, well that's cause like like uh... A lot of spots of racism are really kind of hard to wash off. You know what I mean? Like, so so you can yeah. recognize something is racist, but you still kind of feel about it before you made that realization. Yeah. Did that make sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. You know, so so like, this is a song I grew up with. Yeah, and I'm not trying to use this as like any kind of excuse or anything like that. Just a weird human observation is more what I'm going for here, you yeah. know. But <clears throat> so so this is a song that came out when I was very young, and it was all over the radio, and it was very entertaining, and it was funny, and it was cute, and it had a good beat. Yeah, and it had a good beat. <laughs> And we weren't de de really dealing much with issues of racism like that, you know? Yeah. We were busy fighting for a seat on the bus at the time. Well, not me, you know? And then later yeah. on, you, you, find, you find something like the witch doctor and you yeah, yeah, that's racist as fuck, you know? But you're still kind of attached to the song anyway. Like, that attachment is just hard to shake. You know? Yeah. So, like, I think you got to recognize it for what it is. And do what you can to deal about it. You know? Like... Blazing Saddles. Right. Like, Blazing Saddles. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You know... Although I think Blazing Saddles had different intent in what they were oh. doing than the Witch Doctor. Oh yeah, but still. You know, the Witch yeah. Doctor didn't doesn't sound like it's trying to call out anything to me. <laughs> so, so how are you doing, Bunny? Um, uh, pretty good, I guess. Pretty good. Got my first shot yesterday. Nice. I got okay. So my two fucking things. All right. I got a plain band aid. Okay, I'm very uh, upset about that. Uh, 
So sad. You all so, got so Aquaman. Genie got Wonder Woman. I, I had a few choices I would like, but I would take whatever I got. Yep, there's Aquaman. Yeah. And two, I haven't turned into a frog. Hmm? I haven't turned into a frog. I was kind of ho- kind of hoping I would get the COVID shot and I would turn into a frog. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not thinking Lizard my people. I'm not thinking my Wi-Fi connection is any better either. Another perk I was looking yeah. forward to. That's weird. You should Bing that. Yeah. Not Google, Bing, the official Google. search engine of the Pope on Phil. <laughs> Being good, fire bad. <laughs> What's our new catchphrase? Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. Yo. Good so, job yeah. getting your first shot, bunny. So all the all the all the uh, all the midlife crisis cards were like really boring. You know, they were there like they were all similar to the fiftieth birthday cards. Well, they were all black, yeah. and they had tombstones and things like that, and you know, no, I, I, I want, I, there's one image that's just stuck in my head from Midlife Crisis that I've seen twice knows how long ago, probably on a morning show, which yeah. was this Charlie Brown next to a Porsche in a Hawaiian shirt with a necklace and sunglasses and drinking something and and some hot girls around and it says welcome to your midlife crisis Charlie Brown and I was like that's always been the image in my head and I didn't find any cards even close to that kind of that kind of humor yeah sorry because I encourage your midlife crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I like the hair. I like the hair. I really like it. It matches me. Yeah. And I like it a lot. Jeannie's trying to get a closer look. I get, I, I get weird looks, but I already got that being a Mexican in Oklahoma. You know? I'm why like, did why didn't you might as well give them a Why didn't you dye hmm? your mustache? Oh, nothing touches the mustache. Oh, come on. Didn't you say that's where the white hairs are? Oh yeah, the white hairs are here and yeah, here yeah. and all over. I didn't dye this because of the white hairs though. I dyed this because it looks fucking bitchin'. Well, I think you should have done the mustache and beard. No, yes. it, no one yes. warned me about how itchy this was gonna fucking be. Oh my god! Hopefully, it lasts. Gonna, hopefully, it lasts was, longer than my purple hair did. Okay, let me bleep, just let me just toss out a suggestion here. You know, something that you very, very rarely see anybody do, and I'm not hmm. saying you should do it. I'm just tossing it out there. Shave off your eyebrows. That'd be creepy. That'd be creepy. Like that might the, work. Like Pink Floyd, the wall. 
Yeah. Bob Geldof. That was a fucked up look. No one warned me how itchy uh, bleaching my hair was. I swear to God I was going to scalp myself uh, Aldo the Apache style. Yeah. And I want my scalps. It just, it itched so much. Yeah. It, 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 it flames, flames, flames all over my head, heaving breathless, heaving breaths, heaving it hurts so much oh my god can't yeah. even can't even think about it yeah but I like it I, I like it it's weird cause for the it's weird cause for the first time ever my hair's color is dependent on the lighting Yes. Like there are rooms where there are rooms where I go in where if the lighting isn't exactly right, it looks like my hair is still black. Like right now, I have a light shining on me in order to accentuate it. Yeah. Before I can make a final determination, I mean I like it, but before I can make a final determination, we have to get the Pope on film Halo on you, which will be happening later okay. in the show. So. I yeah, mean, later on in the show. We've we've got to, to see it just, under the god light. To be clear, uh piggybacking on what uh Jeannie did say. Yes, I did not dye my mustache. And yes, I did not dye my uh beard goatee, whatever this is down here, but just want Jeannie to know the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doo 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 doo. See ya, folks. You ready to get out of here? <laughs> I was just, I was trying to do a, that's all, folks, you know. <laughs> uh, so I folks. So I, I think if you've looked at the feed at all, I've kind of been working on a little redesign, you know. Um, eh, it's getting there. It's getting there. Uh, anybody watching the feed down that center where it's showing all the places that the Pope on film is, that's a little too big for me. Yeah, I'd like to crunch that down. Because it's covering up half of the bunny verses. Oh no, no, not the one at the top, the one at the bottom. I'm talking about. I like that one. So squeeze that one down because it looks too big to me, and then in that same space, put the title to whatever the show, whatever segment it is. Yeah. Pope on Film is streaming on Pandora. So if you are there to get Unobtainium and ride the weird dragon horse creatures, you can also listen to our podcast. Yes. If you are on Pandora and you're going to have weird hair sex with Sigourney Weaver and Gamora, you can also listen to the podcast. Yes. That is the entirety of my knowledge from that movie. 
remarkable that that James Cameron's working on nine more of those films, right? <laughs> Good luck. I, I uh, everything I keep hearing about James Cameron is what just a huge fucking asshole he is, and we've even done a bit on him before about what a big asshole he was. Yep. So just just for that reason. It's kind of like, okay, people better be screaming about this movie before I go see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Funny. Yes. Speaking of movies, the upcoming Shap is the first ever Shapquel. Shapquel. Okay. Shapquel. Okay. Now, Big deal. Now, also Big for deal. The, something else I wanted to bring up, though. So, so I did this with the frames, and I could see where it could be adjusted and things like that. Then I could start adjusting backgrounds. But also for the breaks, I'm thinking that at the at 13 episodes of the Pope's hyperactive fun time show, because even that mm-hmm. is still kind of thrown together, and I'm running low on yes. shit. Mm-hmm. I'll close that out. Say okay, that show got one good season, awesome. Maybe bring it back later or something like that, and go on to what I'm calling Dabney's dystopian future. Nice. Because I really got to get to to actually doing the 3D animation more, and this would be a good way because I'm just doing little bits, you know. So I got the first bit pretty much worked out for the script-wise, and it's like a minute and a half. The breaks will expand to 15 minutes, you know? Because I want to package the whole thing at the show, so it's going to have to have some opening credits, and Daphne will do an introduction, then it will be some bits, and then Daphne will do a middle, and then he'll do an end. Uh, and, then, yeah. and then some end credits. For anybody I'm grabbing in, like you, me, if I'm grabbing uh, uh, some of Tim's work, or if I'm grabbing some of Liz's work, get them in the credits, you know, and have it more packaged like a show. I, I feel like in a dystopian future, if you're doing like a... Like... If you're doing something on, on like the future, yeah. I feel that in a demolition man sort of way, even if it's like a Mad Max post-apocalyptic wasteland, yeah, there's still gonna be Hardies. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't have Hardies. Hardies or like I was trying to think of like like not a big time, but like. There's still Quiznos. Yes. For whatever reason. Like, oh, we need to head to the wastelands. And, uh, but be careful, there are mutants. But we need to fight the mutants so that we can uh, forage for supplies and hopefully get more medication. Also, while we're there, we can stop at Quiznos. Yes. (laughs) 
Wait, why are we stopping at Quiznos? Oh, there's still Quiznos open. The only restaurant yeah. that's left open. Yeah. Not sure why. They survived the apocalypse. They're like one of the only things. And then it, it's like it's like it's like a downtown major metropolis, and it, all the windows are shot out, and there's just dead bodies everywhere and rotting carcasses and everything is rusted and even and everyone's dressed up all mad maxi but you still go into the quiznos and there's like 17 year old blonde haired and it's still just perfectly fine bunny did i lose you you were stuttering out a bit I was so deep in my Quiznos fan fiction that I yes. completely lost you. Yes. I just kept talking about <laughs> Quiznos. Yes. Mo, Mo, I think all of it came through. I'm a little I don't bit know high. if you went any further than that. Hi, Bunny. Are we uh, back? Uh, yeah, we haven't really left. Okay, good. Hi. Hey there. Uh, so. So yeah, so that sounds like a good idea, Bunny. Well, I, good I, idea. I put him back on Theta Prime, and Theta Prime is just kind of like parallel to Earth, just twenty years more advanced. Yes. You know, so their climate crisis is twenty years more horrible. You know, but other things yeah. as well. So he'll do some kind of an opening bid, a monologue, so that would probably be different from episode to episode. Uh, for the middle bit, I'm thinking of doing Dabney's Fuck You of the Week. Nice. And whoever, for some reason I have it stuck in my head so I have to do it, that the first one would, would be Andy Warhol. You know? Nice. He'll do a little talk about Andy Warhol and he'll be the Fuck You of the Week. And then for the end, I what I want is like like the Daily Show has the moment of Zen. Yeah. Dabney's what the fuck. Your moment of what the fuck, and that'll be more videos of of like the dark sided woman. You're all dark sided, and like that'd be it. <laughs> yeah. That and other weird oh, crap. Hey. You know, a Japanese girl playing a flute with her vagina. That's your moment of what the fuck. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, look, it's a bunch of famous artists. What did you paint? Oh, I painted these water lilies, which I noticed uh, at my estate. And the way that they glistened upon the lake were beautiful. And I was moved by the majesty of God, and I painted them. Oh, what did you paint? I painted the Sistine Chapel, a massive work of art that symbolized God and man meeting each other and realizing the majesty of God. Oh, what did you paint, Andy Warhol? I painted soup cans! <laughs> I painted these fucking soup cans. I saw these soup cans, and I said, what if it was blue? <laughs> and what if it was green? 
with yellow. And then I put them together in a collage. Give me a thousand dollars. I'm gonna go on a talk show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's my Andy Warhol. And I I just came up with that and I think it's brilliant. Oh, I, I I do enjoy it. I, yeah. I do enjoy it. Because like I, he's he was he's as a friend of mine once put it, he was the P.T. Barnum of the art world. You know, like yeah, yeah. That's really good. Like he turned That's art really commercial. Good. You know. And it's like that's the antithesis of an artist. You'll get there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I have for, for plan for upcoming breaks, and we'll see how long that runs. You know? Nice. So. I think that's about it. I think we're good. I think it cool. might be time... So so, what's on Shap? It's gonna be a a Shapquel. It's gonna be a Shapquel. It's gonna be a direct sequel to a recent Shap. It's going to be Shap Part Two, Electric Boogaloo, and I'm really excited. Oh, it should be Shap in Africa. Ooh, that's a good one. It has to be Shap in Africa. Yeah. Shap Two Cruise Control. <laughs> yes. Okay. You all ready to get on over there? Yes. Well, this has been fun. Uh, we're both high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So until next week, this is Bunny versus saying self-adhesive tape. Yes, please. And cut on that.